1: Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sipple, Jake in Early Break, our first show of 2022 here on Early Break, sponsored by Gain and Trucking. You can always call or text us at 402-464-5685 or watch and comment on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers video stream on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Um, what So it, I- it, I'm just curious for anybody who... We went in the second segment of the show over the semifinal games of Bama Cincinnati which was 27 to 6 roll tide thank you for saying that and georgia Can you say that again roll tide okay and georgia over michigan 34 to 11 now we did not mention this game yet which was not in the playoff it was epic the rose bowl was wonderful 48 45 ohio state comes back to beat utah in that ball game yeah. uh, and, and the stat <clears throat> is jackson smith Najigba, without Chris Olave, without Garrett Wilson. It doesn't matter. They got Marvin Harrison Jr. doing just fine. And oh, by the way, Jackson Smith Najigba in the Rose Bowl. 15 catches, 347 yards receiving, and three touchdowns. I had to laugh when I said his numbers of yards. Once again, Jackson Smith Najigba in a win over Utah. 15 catches, three hundred. And forty-seven receiving. There was marks. an interesting thing I saw
2: this year. Herb Street interviewed Garrett Wilson, Olave, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Okay. how you say yep. it, yep. okay, they, he had all three of them for a segment. Okay, on, on on the Saturday game day show, and there was a striking comment when Herb Street asked those three, "Which one of you is the best athlete?" And right away, all three. Said Jackson Smith.
1: And he Jim. said himself, too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's me.
2: Yeah. The best athlete. Now, think about that. Now, he's only a sophomore. Um, he'll be back next year. Yeah, he was unguardable. Couldn't guard him. Um, now, Ohio State, it's interesting. They, they were they, – they had to – I mean, that was close. That was a close shave. And their defense gave up how much? Forty-five points. That's the first time Ohio State's defense has given up forty-plus points in back-to-back
1: games since. I saw you tweet it, eighteen something. Eighteen ninety-one.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: now think about Nebraska. I some always of these years. <laughs>
2: flash back to when Ryan Day was hired. Okay, that that would have been lost three had they blown that game. Right, and they were. They were down had they lost that game yeah they didn't they wouldn't have blown it they just would have lost they, it
1: they were down by 10 midway through the third quarter that would have been lost three I, I
2: always go back to when Ryan day was hired and they were at that big podium at the introductory press conference and Gene Smith the ad put his arm around Ryan day and said paraphrasing we like to win around we like to win a lot around here Ryan we like to win them all and I just cringed I mean I just cringed like man hey boss come on back off a little bit we like to win them all that would have been lost three Ryan Day, now Jake if he loses three is there heat on him
1: um some some heat. I would sure. think so. Yeah. I mean, but they they were in last year's national championship game. Oh, yeah. they lost. got, they got smoked, blasted by a band. Got
2: smoked by the tide. Right. Yes. Smoked. Yes. Hey, um, let's that gets us to the playoff discussion. That gets us very. Yeah. That gets us. That's a very good transition to your rundown. Yeah, and
1: I'd say this just before I even get to that, that. It was a great game. But both yep. those teams are not, are not even close right now at this point to Bama, Georgia. Nope. So that, that's why I asked the question. Nope. What do people who believe that the playoff needs to be expanded say when the two current games keep ending up in blowouts? The, why would you expand that? The, you want just more of the inevitable result and just more games to, to deliver what's going to happen? Right. The final four, the semis
2: of the college football playoff have been one-sided almost exclusively. It wasn't just this year. No, this is a common problem in the playoff. It's blowouts. Right. Now, yeah, this year, if you're arguing for expansion, you're just shouting into the wind. I mean, nobody's listening to you. Why? Why
1: Why expand? You can say all you want about the epic Rose Bowl. Those teams both would have been shellacked by George Michigan Shellacked.
2: Michigan, Michigan hammered Ohio State. Michigan wasn't in the game
1: right. against Georgia.
2: They weren't – Jake, they weren't in the game. Georgia went up –
1: It never was in – Georgia went
2: won. up
1: 14-0. Never. In, it was over. Yep.
2: I mean, they and they were – I just hope people understand who didn't watch the game that were reveling in New Year's Eve. I, now, I was not reveling in New Year's Eve. I was watching every play of both the semifinal games. The mismatch of Georgia-Michigan, it was a mis, mismatch. Okay, that wasn't a game. That was scary for college football, I thought. I, I agree with you on that. Scary for college football, how one-sided that game was. Jake, the word is overwhelmed. Michigan was overwhelmed. It, I was frankly concerned for the game watching it. Because that's the Big Ten champ that steamrolled Ohio State yeah. in the game. Yep. That steamrolled Iowa in the Big 10 championship game and was overwhelmed by Georgia both sides of the ball okay both sides the the quarterback for the quarterbacks for Michigan the poor quarterbacks for Michigan just didn't have a chance pocket anytime Jake they they were in a third and third and plus 5 drop back to pass uh mm-mm pocket collapse every time almost. The pocket just collapse. They're they're just back there with scared eyes. You, you want
1: their stats? Yeah. This, this is what you had for stats. Uh, JJ, JJ McCarthy uh, had more yards than Cade McNamara. He was 7 for 17 yeah. for 131 and a touchdown which didn't matter in the game. That was late. Uh Cade McNamara was 11 for 19 for 106 and two picks.
2: Yeah, he just overwhelmed. And McCarthy got loose running a couple times. And I thought there was – he got hit so hard that I thought there's no way he's getting him. Now, he popped back up both times, but he got hit a couple times so hard I thought, man, Georgia's playing – Georgia was playing at another level. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I'm going to tell you, Jake, and I think anybody who watched those two games would tell you this, it's going to be a tight game in a national championship game. And I would pick Georgia right now as much as I hate to say it. I love Underst- to say that understanding that Alabama won forty-one to twenty-four in the SEC title game, and understanding what Bryce Young did, and picking apart Georgia's defense, after watching Georgia against Michigan, I just Alabama's going to have trouble because they don't have Mechie. Okay, I'll, now let's get to Alabama's dominance. No, no, we're, we're fine. <laughs> they don't have now. They don't have John Mechie, and I don't think they'll have him for for the for the for the championship yeah. game. Jamison Williams was good, not great. That they're not going to be able to run the Brian Robinson's not going to run for two hundred yards against George's defense.
1: No, but my point is, is back to the, I don't want to praise Bam anymore. I've done enough for that today. Uh, the point is I, I don't think that there's really an argument to expand the playoff.
2: Yeah, why? Why? Why I, would you? I guess if, what, who if are you put in this there? is
1: the argument saying that the bowl season is is pointless outside of. The four teams in the playoff, and you want to make it more, you know, mean something for more teams? What, for the inevitable doom they're facing when they get to Alabama and Georgia? Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing?
2: Well, is
1: this just a one-year thing? No. No, it's this been going
2: on forever. It's it's not. I I mean, it was a rhetorical question. It's not a one-year thing. Now, is Alabama going away? No, they're not going away as long as Saban's there. Probably as long as Kirby Smart's at – georgia they're not going away now why the question becomes how do they amass that level of talent that's so much better than 98 percent of the country how well there's reasons i mean the great players chase greatness and jake they're watching what i'm watching you know the 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 players the great players in the country and their parents and guardians jake they're watching what i'm watching and they're it's appealing to them the same way it's appealing to me but they have a chance to be part of it if you're a five star receiver from the from anywhere i'll say from the southeastern part of the country why wouldn't you go to alabama or georgia if you have that chance if you i, I don't know why you if you if alabama picks you you're going there yeah, it's almost that. By the way, it's not the kid picking Alabama as much as the if Alabama chooses you. Okay, what do you what do you do? What do you, why, why, why would, would you go you to Florida? El- why
1: would you go elsewhere?
2: All right? Why did you go to Florida just to get your you put, get your behind?
1: Kid? You know, every single year you got a chance at the at winning it all, and you're going to get drafted probably. Do you
2: know? Do you understand now? This is supporting your concerns about college football, Jake. I watch this stuff really closely. Okay. I saw it after the SEC championship game with Alabama and I saw it the other night. This is nothing to them. The celebration is not wild. It is almost kind of like, yeah. I mean, big deal. I mean, this is what we're supposed to do. They're happy. The kids are happy. Don't get me wrong. They're happy. But it's not euphoric. It's we got we gotta we gotta win a national championship. We're that's what we're here to do. We're not here to get to the national championship title game we're here to win it this is not a big deal to us saban is generally non-plussed i mean it's it's fascinating to watch him like it's like yeah yeah we played well our kids played well on to the next thing on to the what would it be number eight for saban i've lost track (laughs) i I, I check that out i know i think it's number eight i was thinking it was going to be seven if they win it now by the way Again, I'm picking Georgia. I, Jake, I hate to say it, but I'm, well, picking, I'm surprised by. I'm picking
1: Georgia. Yeah,
2: even with Stetson Bennett, who who I got to eat my words.
1: Stetson Bennett. This would be his eighth. Yeah, he's got seven. Yeah, Saban, has, Saban has seven number. titles.
2: That's what I thought. I heard him say that the other day. And I was It'd thinking.
1: be his seventh at Bama. Okay. Okay. But eighth overall. Oh, hey, okay. You got one at LSU in 03. Thank
2: you. That was the confusion. Yes, I have to eat my words on Stetson Bennett. Get his numbers.
1: Yeah, he played well. I got Bennett was 20 of 30 for 313, three touchdowns, no picks, and ran three times for 32 yards. Bennett was Stetson Bennett was fabulous. Now the knock on him is he's smallish.
2: He wasn't a big time recruit. He's a great baseball player in high school. Um, but Bennett was excellent. And ben, God, Jake, I don't know. If I don't know how much you watch this stuff, but they Georgia has a tight end named Brock Bowers is a true freshman and Jake you mentioned him before Jake, in the show. if they go if he went to the end he's a true freshman Harrison
1: five catches 55 yards and a touchdown
2: this kid. I'm gonna tell you he's a true freshman who's ready for the NFL right now right now he'd be ready and, and, and you know what Jake if he went to the Miami Dolphins he'd be your best offensive weapon
1: okay that's how good he six is. six foot four 230 pounds Brock Bowers yeah from that Napa, is a, from Napa California yeah, Napa as, I think Vince has told us that before yeah a- absolute freakazoid. He's got 12 touchdowns this year. Yeah. 12. Oh, he's he's amazing. As a freshman tight end. He's scary good for a freshman. True freshman.
2: James Cook was fabulous. That's Dalvin's brother, you know, James Cook for Georgia? Uh, mm-hmm. The the running back? Oh, he I
1: didn't he didn't do six well, he had more receiving. He you know, had, you might check his receiving yards. I am looking at that. Yeah, four catches, 112 and a touchdown. Yeah, he has got 112 through the air. Rushing so. six carries, 32 yards. He's a
2: he's a dandy. And they're deep at running back. That's the deepest group of running backs in the country. Okay.
1: The they, most yards they had for running back was 54. But yeah, they had that was Zamir White getting 12 carries. That he had Dewan Edwards getting 38. They're deep yards. at running
2: back. Trust me. They're really James
1: deep. James Cook, Kendall Milton. You got a guy that called Lad McConkie. It's a great name there. Lad McConkie. Yeah, he's a
2: little receiver. Little receiver. Um, de- uh, Switching back to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Alabama, Cincinnati. Cincinnati held out of the end zone. Held out of the end zone in the champ in the semifinal. Held out of the end zone for the first time since his 2019 shutout loss at Ohio State. Cincinnati quarterback Desmond Ritter sacked six times. Well, yeah. Jake. Six times. Hard matchup. Yeah. Well see what you're saying though? That's the semi
1: if you're I mean I just don't see what changes if you expand the playoffs. It's gonna be the same. Thing it, just, it, yeah. people say, "Oh, we create better first round matchups, and we know what's going to happen." Like, eh, I just don't get it.
2: Inevitable doom. Exactly. You said it. You said
1: it. Why do we need to add more fluff games for the inevitable doom it's going to provide? Which we are already getting in the fourteen playoff. That's all I am saying. Alabama in this game, Jake ran it forty-seven times,
2: passed it twenty-eight, just flexed. You know what this was? People are going to hate me for saying stuff like this. They hate me anyway on Twitter. SEC flex. That's what this was. That's a Southeastern Conference
1: flex on Friday. Okay. Before we get to break, we're moving on. (laughs) How do you feel about that? There was some good news this weekend for Nebraska football. You were done with that, weren't you? I'm done. When I said SEC flex... We've, we've given at Bama and Georgia enough praise today. Okay. So how about we All get right. in a time where there's not a lot of good yeah, news for Nebraska. Yeah, there's some things to think
2: about right now.
1: There, there was some good news for Nebraska in in addition to over the weekend.
2: Hunter Anthony.
1: Yes. Hunter Off, Anthony. Offensive lineman from Oklahoma State.
2: Hunter Anthony. An offensive line lineman for Oklahoma State who played in the win against Notre Dame. That was
1: on Saturday. Saturday morning. Yeah. Saturday. Or Saturday. Early, early afternoon. Yeah. yeah.
2: Then then commits out of the transfer portal to Nebraska um, yesterday morning. Sings Donovan Rayola's praises. This was a kid who visited I remember when he visited campus, it was, I think it was December tenth. He visited Nebraska, met Donovan, had his Oklahoma State gear on. That wasn't Donovan was not wild about that the kid walks into Nebraska with his Oklahoma State gear on. Not not always the smartest move to do that. But anyway, they must have gotten over that because they, Nebraska got Hunter Anthony, and he will be a candidate to come. Obviously, he's two years of eligibility remaining. Jake, he can play guard or center, and he'll be a candidate, a, a strong candidate, to play a, a, immediately. You don't go in the transfer portal for any other reason than that, right? Um, you <laughs> yeah. don't go get a kid like no. that. He'll he'll have a chance to play guard or tackle. Now, the the thing that is gonna get interesting for that line, for Nebraska's line, Jacob, is there's gonna be a little bit of a shakeup and I, we'll see how it all pans out. But I what I'm hearing yesterday, what I'm hearing yesterday is is I'd start looking at Turner Corcoran. One spring storyline could be Turner Corcoran trying to play center. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's I think that's where they're angling. Um, I don't think would it's Would they want
1: Anthony at one of the tackles or at guard then?
2: Well, think? I don't know. I think what they would like to happen. I think what they would Nebraska coaches would like to happen is Teddy Prohaska locked down. Left the tack. left tackle job. Nor they really like Nora Dean So do I. At left guard. So do I. Um Corcoran at center. Corcoran at center. And then I don't know, Hunter Anthony at right guard or right tackle. Um you gotta get that tackle. Situation
1: short up on the right side. I, I I would think you'd want to put him at tackle. If you yeah, could. probably. I mean, but, uh, right probably. tackle was a huge problem probably. this year. He,
2: I think he's more of a tackle than a guard. Well
1: that's good. Nebraska needs a tackle, right?
2: So I think that's that. Now the other thing that's interesting is that the, they, they got to get this running back coach situation taken care of um, by January fourteenth is when they go back out on the road recruiting. January fourteenth. What's today? January third. Third. They got some time. It doesn't have to be this week. I think they would like to wrap up the staff this week. And I will tell you this that Greg Knox, the Florida running backs coach with 25 years of SEC coaching experience is squarely on their radar. No doubt, there's no doubt in my mind about that. I I would not rule out Ron Brown in this conversation. Now, you might it might be a matter of it might be a matter of Frost looking at it and saying Greg Knox, 25 years of experience in the SEC, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Auburn, Florida. Think about that, Jake. Um, And then we get him, and then we still have Ron. He he can help the running backs, and we still have him as a senior analyst. That might be the thinking. Now, some people say, Ron Brown. Now, wait a second, Ron Brown full-time, will he still recruit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ron Brown is in better physical condition than you or I at oh, age yeah. sixty-five. I saw
1: him the other day. He's looked like he's forty still.
2: Yeah, and he's absolutely one of the best recruiters Nebraska's ever had. People forget forty-four guys in the NFL. He put forty-four event. He, he recruited forty-four eventual NFL draft picks. Okay, um, he can he can go on the road and get it done. Now that's something to watch. There could be another name or two in there, Jake, but it won't be Kevin Falk. I can tell you that unequivocally. It, it, it will not, not, not be Kevin Falk. And why? Well, I think Falk has businesses down in the Louisiana. Um, he doesn't, Jake. He doesn't need to come up to Nebraska to work. He was an NFL running back. Yeah, he was with the um, Patriots
1: for many many years. Yeah,
2: he doesn't need he doesn't need it. He doesn't need to chase that. He doesn't need to come up to the cold. Um, I, it won't be Falk, and I think mainly because that, you know. But Nebraska's got some guys. I I wrote today, and I mean this. I don't know what I know. I know right now it's not exactly in vogue to pat Frost on the back for anything, <laughs> but he's done a good job with this these hires. He's this. The Tuioti loss, not really a – it's it's obviously Tony Tuioti's an excellent coach. But the way they've worked this, the way they're set up, putting Mike Dawson – having Mike Dawson coach the front, adding Bill Bush to the equation, which is probably going to happen this week, Dawson and Bush being their roles changing. Come on. I mean, that, that the, Frost has handled this stuff really well. I mean, come on! You're going into it on November eighth when he fired those four guys. If you would have told me they're going to get Mark Whipple and Mickey Joseph, come on, what would you have said?
1: I didn't know who Mark Whipple was for a long but time. But then when you look at, <laughs> when I researched Mickey Joseph. I knew who that was. Yeah, you, I like when that. you look
2: at Mark Whipple's resume, would you have thought Frost is going to go lock down that guy? No, no.
1: Give him credit. Then I get excited about when, when I see Jamar Chase do what he did yesterday with the Bengals. Oh, no, that's, a, recruited that's, a, that's him. a Mickey guy. Yeah, <laughs> I just watched him torch the Chiefs. Yeah, that's a Mickey guy. Yeah, that's a Mickey guy. That's a Mickey guy. Yep. Uh, before we get to break, hey, the gyms are packed right now because it's resolution time, and we know those those gyms get overwhelmed. We have the chance every week on Mondays to give away a care package from Beatrice Bakery, so today we'll give out to. Skyler Ramsey at Planet Fitness we know you're overwhelmed with all the people coming to the gym signing up and taking all the machines so today we'll give you a a care package from our friends at Beatrice Bakery you can always order any of their liqueur cakes, coffee cakes, fruit cakes and more at BeatriceBakery.com when we come back sip. we will ask about bowl momentum, is it real in the Big Ten, what teams can actually claim bowl momentum going into next season, that's up next on Early Break on the Ticket